Hard shell tacos. 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 This is a very different edition of the Hard Shell Tacos. These are spooky tacos. Fucking <laughs> occult tacos. My name is Leo. I will be your soothsayer and clairvoyant for the evening. <laughs> oh, I like your dick. <laughs> yeah, wait till you see the art. That's really pretty. So for people who are not able to see at the moment, we are going to do a tarot reading right now. I have a very special deck of cards for this, and I'll be putting the video on YouTube so that everybody could see the, the how the cards came out and everything. Okay, I think I want to shuffle it again. I feel like I should. Yep. I'll probably get, um, I might be getting a deck this week, and then maybe I can do one on you. Yeah, it's worth, it's always worth practicing. Since we're going into like Halloween and stuff, we yeah. have another Halloween edition. Okay. Um, let's see. Could you say what your intentions are for this? What do you want to get out of this? Oh God. Um. I need to get that in my brain, my third eye, while I shuffle. Um, I just kind of want to know if I'm like on the right path as far as like relationship or job go okay life direction mm-hmm yes there you go okay so <clears throat> that the deck is ready uh, I think I mentioned the last time that I'm kind of a beginner at this so I need to pull up how mm -hmm. to do the spreads and everything here we go for number one Two, three, four, five, six. Uh, uh, mm. uh, let me write these down really quick. Mm -hmm. All right. Those are becoming an annoyance. I can see on there that there's some reverse cards. Yes. We have the... That is a nice deck though. I really like that. I like the artwork on it. Um Alright, so I'm gonna put the spread um to This is a really I'm sure this is really riveting, but here's what I'm <laughs> doing. Is there are so for audio uh, format only. There are six positions. Uh, just, I don't know, kind of like in a rectangle. Three three and three. Three on top, three on bottom. Um, top middle is number one. And then it goes clockwise from there. One, two, three, four, five, six, right? So, the, I will read them all off in a moment. Um, okay. Done. Alright, so the... That clockwise thing, starting from the top to the bottom, or top going clockwise, we have the inverted, page of wands, the three of pentacles, ace of pentacles, uh, though, uh, inverted ace of pentacles, uh, six of cups, the moon, and inverted emperor. So that's what we're going to be deciphering. I kind of see where this is going just because I kind of know a little bit about some of the cards, but... I'll let you explain because I'm I'm not too too familiar, but I kind of know where this is going. I have no idea. I don't really know what any of them mean. I just know that the artwork looks really cool. Yeah, it does. I like this deck that you have. I'm gonna move these out of the way because I'm gonna need my keyboard a lot. Okay. Inverted page of wands. I'm gonna switch what I'm recording here. 
and I'll change my presentation so that you can see as well. So the positions are this person's purpose in my life is the inverted page of wands. How does this person's energy affect me is the three of pentacles. What are our strengths as a team? The inverted ace of pentacles. What kind of challenges do we face as a team is the six of cups. An underlying issue we have in our relationship, the moon. A better way to communicate with that person is the inverted emperor. Hmm. So, let's get started. Hmm. Not sure if that's correct or what, but don't confirm or deny anything yet. Uh Not until we get to the end, because that's like, like I said before, with like being coming in with a healthy amount of skepticism. It's not until like we find out. Not until the end can we say for certain if any of this shit worked. But if we're confirming things, it kind of prods it. It changes the outcome as yeah. it's going. seeing a theme coming up yeah i kind of uh see the same <laughs> yeah Six of cups. okay a uh, big big chunk of this is gonna get cut out okay yeah this is, <laughs> like, this is a little yeah. fucking boring i know yeah I knew what this okay. shit meant, then, you know, yeah. it'd be different, but... It would be... Okay, all done. <clears throat> I'm gonna try to use that fast forward effect to make it look yeah like I did that shit really <laughs> quick. So, um, let me see how I can, if I can build on these. But I'll, you know what? I'll just fucking read them out. Whatever. So, this person's purpose in my life: the inverted page of wands. Um, so, what I drew from this was rather than worrying about how things appear from the outside. Uh, think about what you can do, what your maximum potential for contribution to the relationship can be. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah, the suggestion is that there's too much concern with uh, superficial things that don't matter as much. Um, how does this person's en energy affect me? The Three of Pentacles. Oh, this is typically regarded as the card of genius. People liken it or compare it to, uh, they use Da Vinci as like the best example. Mm -hmm. um, so the suggestion here, based on the card's artwork, which mine most definitely doesn't have that, but um, it, mine shows a master at work and in other artwork, it shows the master teaching his students. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that to you already have. I'm not sure who you, if it's him or you, but some, you have mastery already. It's a matter of now teaching your partner. I, I'm not sure what they need to know, to be honest with you, but it's a matter of teaching them how how they can best be your partner. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and it's it's gonna take a lot of it's gonna take time, but honest effort, and it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Let's see. What are our strengths as a team? The inverted Ace of Pentacles, or coins, as some people know it. 
um, a suggestion to reconnect with your values. Um, so this references outward appearances as well. So the idea is to make the outside, the inside out, show the inside out so that um, your outward appearances are your truest values instead of like stage makeup. Gotcha. Or, okay. you know, like a, a hamming shit up for, for, the, for Instagram or something. Like, mm -hmm. make your life actually like that instead of just pretending. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, the, it says to think int introspectively. And if you're not certain how to do that, you won't be reaching your fullest potential as a partner. Gotcha. So, my thinking is... Thinking introspectively, when we refer to the card before, is introspectively is going to mean including them in your thinking process, I think. To think as a team, uh, maybe have like meta discussions about relationship. I don't know. Just my guess. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. What kind of challenges do we face as a team? The Six of Cups. Um, this suggests an openness and willingness to learn as well as optimism of the goodness that can be if there is mutual understanding and communication uh I, that ties in really well with what i just said mm -hmm. that what i've been saying anyway is open communication and an, a willingness to learn from each other and you'll have i don't know how you couldn't succeed uh, the card symbolizes reflecting on our youth when we were young, energetic, and enthusiastic. Try to recapture that energy. <laughs> I don't know enough about your relationship to say what exactly that means, but I'm sure you do. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. Okay, an underlying issue we have in our relationship came out the moon. Uh, 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 um. In this position, it conveys deep sensitivity and impressionability that develop when you are comfortable. Um, this card, it, the card in this position, represents a test of your inner values and integrity in your identity. Hmm. So I think there's the theme again of introspection, communication, understanding. Uh. The deep sensitivities and impressionabilities that are developed in a state of comfort, being open with each other and comfortable with each other, should you should be able to have uh, deep and honest conversations about where your relationship is going or how it could improve as well. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -mm. So I'm expecting that when you're when you make yourself vulnerable. I don't know, maybe you're going to be have your personal values tested. I'm not sure. Uh, and a better way to communicate with this person, the inverted emperor. Uh, when the emperor's upside down, implications are that there are there is petty behavior, insistence on being the recipient of our preferred love languages while not having symmetrical reciprocity. Uh, be open to hearing the other person with an open heart and ear. Um, or risk losing the adoration of your quote-unquote subjects. Uh, to wit, arrogance and forgetting to be a good partner will be the undoing of the kingdom. Oh, man, it just really sounds a lot to me like there's a, a need for co honest communication. <laughs> 100%. Which is, I, I know that's like a really general phrase for, you know, if you're playing along at home. That's It is a very general thing, but fuck if i know um how how accurate was it was how are... um that's actually yeah that's kind of spot on right now all right well there you have it hmm let me package this up um I'm going to send this to you in chat. Okay. How how do those things 
how do they connect? How do they land? It, whatever I mean, you're willing to share, anyway. I mean, it's pretty accurate because there's not a really good line of communication and like understanding on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't think we're both really conveying what we are like our wants, you know. And, and like it just kind of feels like we're kind of drifted apart at the moment. Um, but I know a big chunk of that has to do with the communication aspect of it. So that was, yeah, that was pretty spot on. I was, <laughs> so that makes me wonder, obviously you, uh, you've both been through a lot of really traumatic events, a lot of mm-hmm. traumatic experiences. I, I don't know. Do you, you, could you be at a point where you're comfortable sharing that kind of thing? I mean, we have already. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've had conversations like that. It's just like when I'm being given advice, sometimes I get a little defensive. Oh, yeah. And it just comes across like I'm not really receptive to it, and that actually happened today. (laughs) Um, At the same time, something that's, I think it's really difficult for, for men is we want to fix we want to do we want to take action to i mean that's how i am too though i'm yeah i'm like that too so if you both want to do that then you're you're not open to somebody else's input 100 percent, and that's a two-sided thing that happens a lot like yeah (laughs) um and we're both also very you know a hyper independent human being so we don't really I don't know, need people or need, you know, it's just, it's interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the communication aspect is definitely something that needs to get better and like being comfortable and being receptive to, you know, other inputs is definitely a, a thing that can be improved on. On both ends. Yeah, being open to other inputs, but also <laughs> knowing when not to. Yeah. When not to yeah. give input and just listen. Yeah. That was really difficult. I still don't really know how to do that. Uh, neither do I. <laughs> and like, you know, like with me, I know I use my ADHD a lot as an excuse, but it really is like with me, I like to relate to people. So if they're talking about something, you know, I kind of want to jump in and give you know my yeah input on it and not everyone needs that all the time but it's like something that's hard for me to di- differentiate whether you know i should or shouldn't but um i mean that's always been a an issue for me but um uh, yeah i need to learn you know when to do it when not to do it and uh, also um maybe that's something that you learn together is communicating mm-hmm. with each other on how do you like how can you effectively say I you know I don't need input I just I just need a sympathetic ear yeah how can you say that without being abrasive yeah that's something that we literally were struggling with today because we we're having a pretty serious ish conversation and um I was trying to give my input, but I wasn't given a chance to give my input. <laughs> um, so that was, yeah, that got frustrating. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, sh- shutting then, you out isn't gonna isn't the way to do it. Same yeah. with you. And like, then I mean, I'm the same way too. When he's trying to give me input on certain stuff, I'm like, not. I get defensive. <laughs> so it's like a two sided thing. Um, and that's just me in general with, you know, anyone that's trying to give me advice. I need to be more res- receptive of it and not get too, you know, offended by it. Or, you know, um, I don't know. I need to start looking outwards with other people's, you Being know. willing to listen and accept yeah. advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the best phrases, it, like it seems, when you hear it, it seems really obvious, but until you mm-hmm. hear it, it you may not realize if you are doing it or not the way that i've come to learn how to approach issues with your with a partner is to think of it think of it as 
me and my partner versus the problem. Yeah. Instead of me versus my partner uh, about the problem. Yeah. So that's that of uh, having that perspective really helped. Well, hasn't helped me yet, but I feel like it has. It's done me well in other relationships anyway, non romantic mm -hmm. types. Just, yeah. If you're working as a team, then work together as a team. Yeah. And just given my past, you know, relationship, it's something that I'm definitely working on because um, when it came to talking about, you know, serious issues, it was like walking on eggshells. So, right. Um, I have to learn how to comfortably approach, you know, conversations um, without getting defensive and, you know, closed off. And yeah, that's a work in progress. Um, but definitely the last relationship I was in has something to do with that too because of uh, the type of relationship that it was. It sounds like you're both open to talking about it at least it just seems like oh, you're yeah. not open to listening 100% <laughs> yeah. 100% yeah there I'm trying to think of how to put this because I had an interesting kind of conversation hey cat do you mind thank you gato there uh, well, I mean, there's no getting around it. There's some really crazy shit going on. The situation mm -hmm. in Palestine slash Israel. It's fucking horrendous. Yeah, that's, that's, I like, I keep seeing stuff on Instagram, you know, with like actual live video and stuff. And it's just, um, it's very heartbreaking to watch all that stuff right now. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's I. It's crazy. What's it's very. I I can't even imagine what these people, you know, are having to go through and deal with. But yeah, it's it's really hard to like watch what's happening. Yeah, that was because, something like, that we talked about on Progressive Patriots. One first, like mm -hmm. the first thing when we did it, when we first talked about it was uh, something that I mentioned was just how how fortunate I am that I could just turn it off. I could just click yeah. away and yeah. I don't have to see it anymore. And these people yeah. have to live it every single day. Yep. And this morning, as we were kind of mapping out how we want to talk about this, cause it's a really, it's obviously a really touchy situation with, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of historical context. Uh, it's, it's really difficult and this isn't the place to get into that but the mm -hmm. best thing that we came away with that i came away with was how i said it's like you and your partner versus the problem like it shouldn't i don't know what i'm what i'm what i realize is like to it's not like me and palestinians versus israel or versus oppression or you know me and israel versus terrorism like it should be yeah. me and everyone against like cruelty and suffering. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like nobody, nobody is like really deserving what's happening right now. One hundred percent. Yeah. And like a lot of the stuff I see too, it's just mostly you know kids. Exactly. I mean, like, the... that's just like that's just fucking terrible. I think like, more than half of the population in Gaza is under 18, so... Yes, yeah, like, that's all I see when I see stuff about that. It's, like, these poor, like, these kids, like, they're basically just attacking children. Pretty much. And it's just, it's heartbreaking, and then, you, like, I see the parents, you know, holding their children, and, Dead like, toddlers? I can't... like, are you I fucking kidding me? I can't imagine, like, I cannot imagine what these people are dealing with. Like, I don't ever want to have to deal with something like that, but it's terrible. Um, what's happening? Yeah, something, like, I had a little, um, like, a veterans roundtable kind of thing on Thursday. And okay. that was something that, that I had mentioned was... Mm -hmm. I, I've been, I went to Afghanistan 
it's not pleasant as I'm sure anyone could imagine. Yeah. And I've I've seen my fair share of very mm-hmm. horrific and gory things that I more than I care to recall. Yeah. And I like I have not seen anything like this. This is yeah. this is beyond just... anything that I've seen. Yeah, it's it's really really horrible. Yeah, that's um yeah. I like every single day, especially like Instagram. Anytime I open Instagram, I'm seeing all this stuff and I'm like, what the fuck? Like how is this happening right now? Right. Uh, it's just yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a lot and I can't even begin to try to empathize with what the people that are actually going through it are, you know, dealing with. Um, no one should be going through shit like that. Right. That that's uh, what um that's what we came away with this morning. Um was mm-hmm. like don't forget the other people's humanity, you know, as outraged as you might become. Yeah. Uh, for on behalf of whoever, there's mm-hmm. there is a bit of justification to be to be like angry on behalf of either either group of people. Mm-hmm. But you know, like continuing to split them like that and forgetting that the uh, that they're people as well, like the people that you're yeah. supposedly against or quote unquote against. Mm-hmm. They're people too. A lot of them are just innocent civilians. Israeli, Palestinian is immaterial. Yeah. It doesn't matter what their nationality is or what their passport says. They're people. Yeah. It's just fucking wild. Yes. It's just it's just people suffering needlessly. And that's Yep. Completely ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man. What are we at? We're not about forty minutes. I can probably cut about ten with uh with editing to get that filler time out of the way oh another synchronicity when uh, i messaged you earlier and i said Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be a little bit late and then you mentioned that you were eating that's exactly Mm -hmm. what i was doing oh (laughs) i was just getting food and about to sit down with it gotcha yeah we had gone to go eat um like earlier on in the day but we had leftovers um, and then we went to a brewery nearby, and we were watching the F1 race. That's out here in Austin. Oh, that's uh, right, weekend. the American Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. I really, I wish I would have bought tickets for that. Um, but yeah, we did that. We had some beer, and then we went to the grocery store, and then we came back, and I looked at the time like, oh, shit. And I'm like, let me eat real quick. <laughs> <laughs> So when I saw that, I was like, thank God, because I need to, like, shove this food. Yeah, shoveling um, is never fun. So I'm a little bit on the tipsy side. Oh, that's, uh, that's fun. So I'm like, let me kind of sober myself up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> so I shoveled my food down my gullet. Um, and I'm good. I'm okay now. Oh, speaking of tipsy, I opted on October 1st to stop drinking okay question i i at i had a beer at the concert i will admit that but that's true i was trying to remember i'm like did you yeah i had a beer that's it i had the one and then i stopped and then Mm -hmm. um i went to a comedy show a few days ago on thursday that's why i couldn't couldn't uh, record thursday i went to a comedy show is that and... where you were VIP at? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay, I was like, that has to be a comedy show. <laughs> You're like right smack dab in the middle of it. Yeah. So to, for, just for people who can't haven't can't see it is, I went to a comedy show on Thursday, right? And they have the tables arranged in in just like rows, going from the stage backwards. And I had, um, I paid for a VIP seat because I was thinking it'll be a little bit more secluded, maybe a little more spacious, uh, but just kind of like off to the side, really. But no, what they did was they put a single table for one right between the rows and (laughs) directly in front of me was the fucking microphone where the where the act was gonna be doing their thing like thanks 
and the spotlights that are going around in the room are just always landing on me. This is really oh man, this that's is awkward. fantastic. This is exactly what I was hoping for. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, so I found out um, um, I'm going to go see Tool in January. Oh, cool. My cool. God. Yeah, my friend got me tickets, so I'm very, that's another bucket list concert off my list. Um, and then I just saw that uh, Alkaline Trio is coming in February. Now that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Right? Uh, I just saw that, and the tickets are cheap, so I'm going to be getting tickets for that, too, because I'm like, I've been wanting to see them for a long time, too. I love them. <laughs> Is uh, AFI and, like, Taking Back Sunday going to be there, too? <laughs> I wish I would be all over that. <laughs> they all three actually were in this festival in Las Vegas that's going on right now. It's called When We Were Young. Um... Was that headlined by the Killers? It fucking better have been. No, that one, this year it's headlined by Blink-182 and Green Day. Damn, um, That's middle school. My, <laughs> yeah, I think my uh, my boss, I think, is over there right now, unless he sold his tickets. Um, he was trying to get me to buy his tickets, and I'm like, bro, I just came back from vacation. <laughs> like, no. Um... I'll tell you who's on there this year. I know it's Blink-182, Green Day, um, 30 Seconds to Mars, uh, Sum 41. God. <laughs> I really want to see them. I was like, I, <laughs> Whoa, I that's a deep cut. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to find their set list here. Um... Pierce the Veil, Reliant K, Thrice. I already saw Thrice. They're one of my favorite bands. Yeah, I saw Thrice too once. God, they're so fucking good. Um, yeah, it's Green Day, Blink 182, 30 Seconds Tomorrow, The Offspring. Wow, they're really good performers. Yeah, I was like, fuck, I should have bought those tickets from him. Um, good Charlotte, Five Seconds Tomorrow, good All Time Charlotte. Low. What the? F I can't stand them. <laughs> I yeah, I was never a fan of them either. Um, gym class heroes. I got to see them a long time ago. Yellow card. I also got to see a long time ago. Uh, Rise against Motion City soundtrack. MXPX. I was waiting for that. Um, one. Let's see. Bowling for soup. Say anything. <laughs> Michelle Branch. Lesson Jake. Finch. Goldfinger. The Atari. Plain white tees. Uh, the Veronica's, what the fuck? New Newfound New Found Glory, Simple Plan. Simple Plan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Academy is, and there's I can't read the rest of this fucking shit. But I know uh, I I keep I follow them on Instagram, and I saw that Avril Lavigne popped up. She played with someone, but she was there last year. Um, last year's lineup was a lot better than this year's, and I'm like. Can't believe I missed last year. Avril Lavigne might have played with whoever in some forty-one that she's married to. Uh, no, they've been divorced. For oh a while. shit! Okay, well. And then she dated the guy from fucking Nickelback. Gross. <laughs> from Nickel Nickelback Nickelback. <laughs> um, last year, this lineup was even better. Last year, my god. The um, it was my attempt. Last year was My Chemical Romance, Paramore, The Used, AFI, Alkaline Trio, Dance Gavin Dance, All American Rejects, A Day to Remember, Bring Me the Horizon, Taking Back Sunday, Good Dashboard Confessional, Bright Eyes, Jimmy Eat World, Atreyu, Seosin, which is one of my favorites, um, Census Fail, Sleeping with Sirens, Silverstein, Amberlynn, Thursday armor like last year like Hawthorne Heights like it was such a good lineup last year. I get a lot of flack then, for this, but I'm gonna I will this will, this is the hill I'm gonna die on. Um, the dude's voice from The Offspring annoys mm -hmm. the ever loving fuck out of me. I really? can't stand it. Wow. But but okay. I did go to one of their shows with 
my ex. It was bad religion was the headline, and they were the. Oh my god, were they any good? They were I great. Love them. They were awesome. Okay. Um, the Offspring was really good too, and I I even was like, I typically I fucking hate this guy. Typically, I can't stand hearing him singing, but no, okay. they, they sounded pretty good live. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them. Yeah, my boss, I found out he's obsessed with, like, Blink-182. He's your age. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he had bought tickets, but then he's like, oh, I'm not going to go. He's like, do you want to buy my tickets? And I'm like, no. I'm like, you can get me your ticket. Um, but I'll have to ask him uh, when he comes back if he actually went. Because I'm like, if you do go, please take a lot of video because I'm jealous um, of some of the bands that are on there. Um, and then I saw that Sick New World tickets went out. Like, they sold out for next year, but last year's lineup for that was a lot better than this year. Crosses is touring one of Chino's really? side projects. Yeah. Um, okay. Tickets went on sale on Tuesday. And I wasn't, or Monday, excuse me. And I wasn't. Did you get Deftones tickets? Because they're coming out there too. I'll have to check. But, like, the Crosses tickets. The only ones that were open, I think, were resale, and they were like $200. Oh, so. dang. Yeah, if I was able to, I wasn't able to get them on presale, which I don't, I expect they were going to be like 100 bucks or something, but. Yeah, I saw that uh, Tool opened up a second day in Phoenix for their tour. Well, let's go to Deftones and see what's up. I know, I'm like trying to, they're one of my other bucket lists, you know, I mean, my dog that passed was named after him, I love him too, or I love them too, but Chino, yeah. There's, uh, they have their own festival, uh, Dia de los Deftones. Is it Dia de los, yeah, yeah. I just. I really want to go to that. that. I want to go to when that. Is, uh, when is that? It's November 4th in San Diego. Dang. It's sold out. Son of a bitch, of course. Yeah. Um, the only other... Uh, that's the only date that they have listed. So I'm not sure where where they're going to be here. Okay. Yeah, for the crosses, I don't think I've ever heard of that sideband. I've only heard of Team Sleep and Palms. Crosses is newer. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. I'll have to listen to that. Yeah, they're uh, coming out here in March, but in San Antonio. Um, if anyone's interested, uh, Alexis Rocha's beating the shit out of Giovanni Santian. We'll be discussing on B-sides when we record tomorrow. Is that boxing? Yes. Or MMA? Okay. I was like, oh, it sounds like boxing. It is. Yeah, I'm going to continue to stay on my little concert going stuff because I'm like all these bands are getting so old <laughs> yeah that was um on the Deftones subreddit that's just something mm -hmm. that people were talking about was uh, yeah. uh, they're getting older like Chino's almost 50 like dude Kiss is still touring Iron Maiden Alice is Cooper still touring. Too, like, uh, Alice Cooper is still fucking touring, Metallica, man. Metallica, like Aerosmith, the fucking Rolling Stones, for God's sake. They're like 80 almost. Elton John was yep. touring until Jesus a few Christ. years ago. Like, yeah, that shit's wild. So uh, don't, please do not with that shit, all right? <laughs> yeah, the Deftones are definitely on my list of, uh, on my bucket list, too. And then I also want to watch System of a Down, like so bad. They were great. I took um, took my sister, got her ticket mm -hmm. for her birthday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go see them at some point too. Let me see who else. I've already seen Slipknot and they were great. I've um, seen Stone Sour. Okay. They I love right. that man's voice. Corey Taylor. Yeah, Corey like, Taylor's pretty solid. God, I love his voice. I just love... He actually liked one of my a comment I left him a while like a, <laughs> years ago, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "What? No way!" Oh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, uh. but yeah, he's oh god, his voice. I love his voice too. It's great. It's really great. Um, I'm trying to think, what other bands do I want to see? Seosin is another one, just because I really like them. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm very excited for Alkaline Trio in February. Definitely getting those tickets this week. Super excited about Tool. I'll have to see what other concerts there are. There's a couple other people that I want to see. Um, but I think I've made it my goal, like, from here on out to, like, go to concerts for. Yeah. <laughs> but that's something that I've decided as well. I want to say coming out of the pandemic was, like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to everything I can. Yeah. If I can and then, go, like, I'm going. Either, yeah. And, like, either next year when I turn 40, I'm going to go watch a Steelers game in Pittsburgh. Um, I want to go to Disneyland and, you know, the Wizarding World. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just want to do stuff that I've wanted to do, you know, because I'm getting older, too. But, yeah, that's kind of my goal right now is to just get all these concerts out of the way and just start traveling more. Even if it's by myself. Yes. That is something that I've... Um, that's something I've had to come to grips with. I had I had always... Uh, this is going to sound really fucking douchey, and it is, but I had always thought, like, uh, like male privilege, what the... No, fuck no. And then I was thinking... Then just randomly on internet, I, um, somebody shared just a screenshot of an article and it was mm-hmm. the headline was like it was for, it was aimed at women it was like why you should travel to Pakistan alone and then the ca- the caption was like did human trafficking write this and Jesus like that was kind of like when it clicked it was like fuck i could go to pretty much anywhere i want by myself yeah and i have yeah. no issues and that was um and i was just thinking like my sister couldn't do that my ex couldn't yeah. do that I'm like, I definitely can't do that, even though I think I can. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, bitch, you need someone to go with you. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, no, you need to have someone go with you. But I'm like the only, you know, unmarried friend in my friend group. Unmarried, childless, you know. So I'm like, I don't have friends that want to travel with me. Because they have, you know, husbands and children. So it's kind of hard yeah. to find people to travel with. But yeah, I'm like, maybe we can be each other's travel buddy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, like, we can probably do that. Because, um, yeah, like, my partner doesn't like traveling either because there's no trust in other people taking care of our animals. So <laughs> I always just travel alone. Mm. Oh, yes, I remember what I wanted to say. There's... I've had another one of those fucking situations where mm-hmm. I start chatting with a lady and things seem to be going really well. Mm-hmm. We're ta- we get along decently well or whatever. We get along well and everything and things seem to be going well. And then my paranoia kicks in mm-hmm. where so it was I thought it, she asked me pointedly like what are what are some I don't know, like relationship fears that I have. And so one of them is that I'm not, that I'm investing myself into someone that's not as enthusiastic about me as I am about them. And like that, it really fucking bothers me. And Mm -hmm. so what I've come to start doing is when things are going really well and we're talking, we're talking, we're talking, then the paranoia hits Mm-hmm. And then I start thinking, like, I initiate every time we communicate. It's yeah. always me. So yeah. I'll just I kind of feel stop. like that, too. Yeah. So yeah, I just yeah. stop and, like, do they try to reach back out? Nope. Mm-hmm. Haven't had one that has yet. There is one where I tried to explain it to her. I did. Mm-hmm. And she, like, it still happened. Like, I told her, I was like, look, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a completely honest with you mm-hmm. this is something that really bothers me that happens a lot i don't i i want to communicate that early so yeah. that we can avoid that in the future yeah okay i need i all, uh, okay yeah i'm a dude but i would need to feel fucking wanted and desired and appreciated as well yeah and yeah it still ended up happening 
I think that that happens <laughs> happens to me a lot too. I mean, even currently, I feel that way too. It's like, you know, I'm putting all this effort in, and it's not getting reciprocated. So I stop, and then it just stops on yeah, both sides. Yeah, it just does. You know, and I'm like, and that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And then I get paranoid, like, oh, they don't love me anymore, or this or that, you know. And uh, so I start shutting down and I close myself off. Like, that's where my paranoia takes me. Um, yeah, I I know exactly what you mean by all that. Because I do the same thing. Even with friendships, I'm the same way, too, you know? I am that way sometimes, but I... Have and to like remember, I like to... I don't have kids, and a lot of them do. So yeah, and that's kind of something I need to understand too. Like, um, I've started to notice that more in friendships now. It's like, why am I the one that's like doing all this extra shit and you know, yeah. going all out for your birthday or whatever and whatever, and yet I don't get like celebrated or shit like that. You know? Right. Um. So, yeah, I kind of feel like that with within friendships, too. I'm like, why is it that I'm, like, really cheering you on, rooting for you, and, you know, going all out and doing the most, and it's not. It's just me. I don't get it. I don't get any of it back. And I'm like, it would be nice. It would. You know. But, um, yeah, I notice that doesn't happen sometimes. And that's something I started to notice more is, like, within friendships. And I'm like... I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm like, is, and then I start going paranoid. Like, is this a real friendship? Or am I just being used? Am I this? Or am I, you know? Yeah, I understand um, the paranoia. But yeah, I I'm like that too. But more specifically within friendships right now, um, and it's kind of making me kind of retreat a little bit and just want to seclude myself because mm -hmm. it's like, what's the point? <laughs> uh, like, if I'm going to do everything, that's kind of where my mind goes. It's like, why am I putting all this effort if no one's going to do the same shit for me? Um, yeah, but something that I had, I often do end up feeling the same way. Uh, mm -hmm. But something that I often have, to, I try to r remind myself of is, you know, like everybody else is, maybe they're having the same thought. Yeah, that's kind of what I have to remind myself of too. Yeah. Uh, but it does mess up, you know, with my self-confidence a lot. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's what it does. that way, yeah. That's how it is when I, with, like, with me and, and dating in particular. That mm -hmm. really does, it really does shake my confidence a little bit. Like, Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was another thing. I don't know if I said it here or where, but, like, uh, like the fear of being rejected. Like, I don't, I don't fucking care. That doesn't fucking matter to me. So, yeah. I I think it was here. It's like not being rejected, not, not in like a really superficial sense. Like somebody saying no, to, like if mm -hmm. I ask to buy her a drink or something, that doesn't. Yeah. Okay, whatever. It's not a big deal. But it's this. If I I keep putting in my time and effort to really try to make something happen here, and then mm -hmm. you, I, if I don't initiate everything, then nothing happens. Yeah. That's the rejection that I'm feeling. And yeah. it sucks. Yeah, it does. I'm like I've I've had plenty of experiences with that with the dating scene. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> yeah, my mind is very blank today. It's alright. <clears throat> Do you have any plans for uh Halloween? Oh, sorry, I was reading something. Um no. <laughs> no, none at all. I have nothing. No. Do you ever pass out candy? Sometimes. I don't think I'm going to this year, though. Okay. I try to yeah. as much as I can. Okay. I stopped doing it because my neighborhood is boring. Like, I live in a pretty, you know, rural or I don't know. Like, there's a lot of families I live within. You know, there's plenty of freaking schools around my neighborhood so I'm like there should be an abundance of kids right uh, but none come down my neighborhood for Halloween I get like eight kids throughout the whole night and then that's it so I'm like I'm not doing it anymore 
Because I like seeing, I love seeing, you know, the kids in their costumes. It's so cute. And I love giving them all this candy. Um, but we don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood. So I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore because I don't get anyone. <laughs> I think the the kind of common rule or whatever, it, the common thing to do is lights on or off on the porch. Yeah, and I keep mine on. It's just, I don't know, my neighborhood's just boring. Yeah, most of my like, neighborhood is, like, super dark. Almost yeah, the entirety so is of mine. It. Yeah, so is mine. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> like, because there's a shit ton of kids all around this neighborhood that I live in. And, like, yeah, my whole street is, like, pretty much bare. You know, and, like, lights are off and there's a little bit of decorations here and there, but... Like, I'll decorate my, you know, door a little bit. I'll flip the light on. Um, and I don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters. Like, for the past four years, yeah, I've never gotten more than, like, eight kids. So here's a... Well, how do you feel about, pe like, uh, parents who bring their, like, infants to the door? I, I mean, it's cute, but I'm like... I don't want to give you, you candy. It's like you guys can't eat this unless it's for you. you yeah, know, that's what that's what I mean. Is that that's what the parents are doing? They're getting candy for themselves. Yeah. Which that's and why like, like I don't want to. Yeah, and like a lot of the kids I get are usually like high schoolers, middle schoolers. <laughs> Mine is are elementary and middle school aged. I get a couple of elementary, but most of mine are like freaking high schoolers, and middle schoolers. Um, but yeah, I don't do it anymore. I've stopped doing it like the last year or two just because I don't get kids anymore coming to my door. Even though I have, you know, everything's decorated outside of my door. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of trick-or-treating action in my neighborhood. Um, so I stopped doing it. And then now with my job, you know, I work on Halloween. <laughs> so... I don't do that anymore. Um, I remember, um, like, with COVID, like, the first year after COVID, I got really excited because I'm like, man, all these kids are going to be going out and, you know, trick-or-treating. And I had all these bags, little Ziploc baggies of candy, and I was excited because I'm like, it's going to be a good year. I'm going to have all these kids because they They're excited for this. Last year. Yeah, I was, like, so fucking stoked. And I only got, like, a handful of fucking kids. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> that might have been a good time. To, uh, was that, would, would that have been a good year to hand out hand sanitizer instead of candy? Probably. But like with me, I put, I had gloves on. Yeah. When I was putting candy in the little baggies, like I had them in Ziploc baggies to just hand them out. And there were like five fucking things of candy per bag. And I only had a couple come in. I mean, I wasn't too upset because I ended up with a lot of really good candy for myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's the plus side of not getting a lot of trick-or-treaters, but... I'm sure your dentist was, was happy about that, too. But I, right? I mean, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you know this, but my nickname in our family is Lombriz, which is translated into tapeworm because I love sweets. Like... I no, I don't recall ever hearing anyone say that. No, well, that's one of my nicknames is Lombriz because I fucking love sweets and um, that's yeah. I I love candy. I love sweets. I always have to have a little something sweet after I eat, you know, lunch, dinner, whatever. I'm that person. <laughs> just so Werther's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just need a little something sweet, you know, yeah. after I eat <laughs> every time. Um, uh, but so I mean I wasn't too upset because I had all that candy that year but I was upset because I'm like I wanted all I thought we were going to get all these kids because I remember at my store we sold out of all of our fucking candy and I'm like oh this is going to be a good year for fucking trick or treaters and I got right. like a handful I was like what the fuck man I went through all this effort <laughs> I'm making these little baggies and I only got like five of you that would uh, that would bug me a bit if I really tried and didn't yeah. get anything. Yeah, that pissed me off and like I usually have a little simple costume on, you know. Yeah, I was I thinking mean, if 
Is that I, I like Halloween. I always kind of dress up a little bit, and then yeah. So it's okay. So it's good. It's okay to dress up if you're ha- just handing out candy. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking I was gonna do like a grandpa kind of thing, and every okay. time a kid comes, act like a excited grampy, you know. Mm-hmm. Like my mom still does that. Like they haven't passed out candy in a while, but the few times. I remember as a kid, every Halloween, my mom would dress up too, and she'd be like, "I'm getting fucking candy too." <laughs> um, <laughs> it's free. I mean, I mean, she's like a she's like a fucking kid at heart. I mean, she would take my brother and I's candies anyways, and like hide them somewhere. But she used to always dress up too, and like even like a couple years ago, she was still dressing up and handing out candy, you know, to the fucking kids in full costume. But I do that too when I passed out candy. I would have a simple little costume. Hmm. I think the last time I did it, I just dressed up as a cat. A cat? Um, yeah, I just bought little fucking cat ears. I they were it was I was a black cat. You know, I had black a black clothes. shirt, black leggings. Yeah, um, I drew the little nose whiskers on my face and had the cat ears on, clipped the tail, and I was a cat. And then that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the- my go-to is uh, I have a banana. Okay. Costume you just slip on. That's my that's my go-to for Halloween. If I don't have anything else or I don't know what else to do, I just put that on. That's your go-to. Yeah. It's my <laughs> yeah, standby. Yeah, I got uh, for this year because they let us dress up at work, but I'm kind of debating if I want to do this. Um, Old Navy had these bat onesies. Um. And I bought one. It's like a fleece bat little onesie. And it has like the fucking wings and ears, fangs, you know. And I'm like, I might wear this to work on Halloween. <laughs> That's actually pretty uh, cool. Yeah. So I'm like, I might I might wear this um, if I'm working on Halloween. I'm pretty sure I will be. Um, actually, yeah, I will be working on Halloween. Oh, lame. Um, just because I have to set up my Christmas stuff. Uh, um, something else that bugs me is when people bring their dogs and expect candy. I love when they bring their I dog. don't mind the dog. I love it. It's I'll that they them... want candy. Like, I'm I not mean, giving your dog chocolate? What the fuck? It's like they're gonna die. Yes! I might... Hmm. If I had more... Sorry, you can probably hear my husky. That's, that's fine. fucking barking away. She's weird. Um... Yeah, I always wanted to have fucking dogs come to my door, too, and give them, like, dog treats. That I would do. Absolutely would do that, is give yeah. dog treats, and then watch the disappointment on the people's faces. Right? It's like, oh, you don't get candy? No, bitch. It's, it's dog, dog candy, dog bitch. Do. What do you think? <laughs> if you want candy, you dress your ass up. Oh, my gosh. I want to dress up my dogs for Halloween. I've only done it to Bria, my 14-year-old. Uh, when she was like five months old, I dressed her as a lobster. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to find a picture and send it to you, but I dressed her up as a lobster and she wanted to like, it had like the claws on it. So she was trying to like eat at the claws. She was like a five month old puppy. Um, dang. Yeah. I'm going to find this picture and I'll, I'll share it. Um, (laughs) but yeah, she was, she was a lobster. It was a cute lobster. A little fucking white pink lobster because she's all white. Let me find this and I'll send it to you. Pretty sure I have it. Let's see here. Where is it? But yeah, that's the only time I've ever dressed up a dog. It's just her on Halloween. And then she uh, helped pass out candy. How How is that? How did, you, how did she do uh, that? It was fine. She She just sat, you know. She's hmm. a very friendly dog. Oh, okay. She just said Um, Yeah, she's a very friendly dog. So she was fine. She's like, ooh, people. I love people. Yeah. She's a little attention whore, so. <laughs> so um, is Maggie, but she's really, um, because she's a hound, she, like, she just has to smell every inch of you before Yeah. Before she starts wanting pets. Yeah. Yeah, mm. Bria, she'll just go right up to people. She prefers people more than dogs. Damn it. I know I have a picture of her as a lobster. Yeah, she was the cutest lobster. And she hated her costume. She's like, get this shit off of me. Yeah, she was a cutie, cutie lobster. Oh, I think I misspoke. Alexis Roach has just got his ass beat. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I was 
fully expecting they pulled up a, a scrub because Alexis Roach is not very good. But, mm. well, that's just proof positive of what I already fucking knew, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm like determined to find this picture now of this dog because I know I have it. And she just looks so cute. She had just gotten fixed too that week, so she was a little loopy for Halloween while wearing a lobster costume. While you're doing that, let me start winding down here. Okay. So, as you've just heard, we did a tarot reading today for Hard Shell Tacos, and then we just kind of shot the shit, and that's kind of what we're here to do anyway. Spooky mm -hmm. shit shooting tacos is what we got. <laughs> um, mm -mm -mm. Network stuff. Uh, okay. So, um, I mentioned Progressive Patriots already, so we have the domestic version. Uh, we just kicked off the international version, which focuses out, you know, shit outside of the U.S., obviously. The, both of them have discussion on the Palestine-Israel thing, but different lenses, you know what I mean? Uh, B-Sides mm -hmm. Boxing, M uh, Ultimate Fucking Casual for MMA, uh, 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 uh. I think that's it. I do have other shows that I want to do. I have the name secured, All Your Base, for video games. And I want to do more like of this tarot thing. That Yeah. Um, so I, we came up with the name Ooky Spooky Stuff is the, yeah. the name of the show. So that coming soon, trademark. Uh, I'll definitely hop on board for that. Yeah. If you want to discuss some supernatural yeah, stuff? Yeah, that's I've exactly what it stories. is. Is supernatural <laughs> stuff, paranormal stuff. Uh, Boy, do I have stories. Occult, esoteric, whatever. You, whatever. Yeah. All that ooky spooky shit. I, I love that stuff. So we're going to do yeah, that. Same. You mm. said you're doing a video game one? Yeah. I'm still trying to work out the, the Ooh, details. Let me know like what kind of video games. Because I do play quite a bit of them. Um, I don't yeah. know if it'll be. I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like current, most re, like recent releases. Okay, yeah. Maybe Ooh. some indie indie games like on Steam or whatever. Yeah, speaking of video games, like I'm excited for November because they're finally releasing the fucking Hogwarts game Legacy on Switch. So I'm excited to grab that one. And I know I'm like going to be very late to the game on that because it released everywhere else, you know, on every other fucking console earlier last year but i'm excited for that game to come out finally for the switch but yeah let me know about yeah i might want to pop in on an episode or two of that one yeah, yeah I, i'm finding out from all these from everybody that does all the different shows like they don't listen to anything not even their yeah. own like come the fuck on like i need you to if we're the network thing you got to be involved a little bit yeah like uh, I don't listen to our episodes that much because again I don't like the sound of my voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I, I love listening to other podcasts. I'm all about you know, I've gotten really into listening to a lot of podcasts lately and I always want, you know, more and more. So I might start listening to the other ones too. Even if just to get um some more like Lux Media lore. Yeah. And just about who the other personalities are. Yeah. Um, right, Lux Media, the website luxmedia.net, all the social media handles, uh, Lux Media Net. It's spelled with the V because I'm really cool. Mm, I think that's going to be it. Parting words. Um, I just hope you guys are uh, having a great week. I hope you have a good Halloweeny. <laughs> yeah, just have a good week. I hope you don't have an inverted emperor of a week. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hard Shell Tacos. Catch you on the flippity flip. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you have any questions or comments on what was discussed or have a topic you'd like to hear on the podcast, you can leave a message on our unattended phone line at 833 589 7637. That's 833 Lux Pods. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lvxentertainment.net. 
The song taking us out today is Endless and Artificial by City Girl. If you want to check out more music, go to lvx.at slash city. Thank you.